The Puppy Place, Teddy, Chapter 9. On Sunday night, Lizzie called Dr. Gibson. After four days of working with Teddy, she was too excited to wait any longer. She had to show off what he could do. If this didn't convince Dr. Gibson that Lizzie was a good dog trainer, nothing would. And Lizzie could hardly wait to tell the vet that she had figured out Teddy's future. She was so proud of the little pup. She was positive he would be an excellent hearing dog. The only thing was she wasn't sure what to do next. She had thought about calling one of the centers she had found on the internet, the ones that trained assistance dogs for deaf or disabled people. Most of them made it clear that they welcomed dogs from shelters and other rescue organizations, and that dogs of all shapes and sizes were trainable. Lizzie had loved looking at their websites, where she saw videos of the dogs in action, helping their human companions. It made her cry to see the beautiful bond between the people and their dogs, and to see how the dogs made such a difference in people's lives. But Lizzie had decided to wait and talk to Dr. Gibson. The vet would probably know exactly who to call. She'll figure it out, she whispered to Teddy as she sat in the passenger seat of the van. Dr. Gibson had asked Lizzie to meet her at her office, where she was finishing up some paperwork before another busy week began. I hope you won't be too disappointed if this doesn't work out, her mother said as they pulled up to the vet's office. Remember, Dr. Gibson was looking for a home for Teddy. She may have something else in mind for him. She reached over to pet Teddy. In any case, I'm sure she'll be impressed with what you've taught him. I'm sure I am. You did a great job, Lizzie. Lizzie ducked her head. Thanks. She opened the car door. So remember, in five minutes, you'll knock on the door, right? Got it. Mom tussled Lizzie's hair. Lizzie took a deep breath. <sighs> okay, Teddy, ready to show off your stuff? Teddy glanced up at her with his shiny black eyes, and his fluffy tail thumped against her chest, and he let out a little woof. Let's go. Let's do it. Lizzie laughed and kissed his nose. I agree. You are ready. She led him up to the vet's front door. The first night after her talk to Maria, Lizzie had read all about hearing dogs. She learned that it usually took about six months of training for a dog to learn to be a human companion's ears. The dog learned to hear things that the deaf owner might miss, like the sound of someone calling the owner's name, or a tea kettle whistling, or a doorbell, or the ringing of the phone, or a baby's cry. A dog was ready to work when he could identify at least three sounds, alert his owner, and lead her to the sound. Teddy wasn't quite there yet, but Lizzie had made a start. She was sure Teddy could learn much, much more. All she had to do now was to convince Dr. Gibson. She crossed her fingers and knocked on the door. Hello, Lizzie. Hello, Teddy. Dr. Gibson opened the door with a smile as Lizzie led him into the empty waiting room. Teddy began to spin and bark. Lizzie clapped her hands loud, three sharp claps, and Teddy paused for a second to look at her. Good boy, she said. Down. Teddy dropped to the floor, still looking up at Lizzie. Good boy, she said again, and she tossed him a piece of hot dog. Teddy got, gobbled it up and sprang to his feet, but this time he did not spin and bark. He stood waiting, watching Lizzie carefully to find out what to do next. Wow, said Dr. Gibson. That's very impressive. Lizzie shrugged. He already knew how to lie down on command, she said. At least his first owners must have cared enough to take him to obedience class. All I did was figure out that asking him to sit or lie down was a good way to stop him from barking and spinning around. If he's lying down, he can't spin. And if he can't spin, he doesn't get as excited. So he doesn't bark. Dr. Gibson nodded. That makes sense. 
She sat down in one of the waiting room chairs, and Lizzie sat down next to her. On the phone, you said that you had an idea for Teddy's future. I have a few ideas, too. What's yours? Lizzie gulped. Maybe this all had been for nothing. If Dr. Gibson had other plans for Teddy, she checked her watch. Her mom would be knocking on the door any minute. I think he could be an assistance dog, she said. A hearing dog for someone who's deaf. Teddy notices everything. That's part of why he barks so much. But I think he could be trained to notice things for a purpose. To be someone's ears. Hmm. Dr. Gibson raised her eyebrows. Very interesting. But just then, there was a knock at the door. Teddy sprang to his feet and stared at the door. Then instead of barking, he ran to Lizzie and put a paw up on her leg. Is someone at the door? Lizzie asked. He pawed at her again until she stood up. Then he ran to the door, checking over his shoulder to see if she was following him. Lizzie felt her heart might burst from her from pride. She threw open the door and grinned at her mom. Teddy had pulled off the trick she taught him. Acting exactly like the hearing dogs in the videos she's seen. He did it, she said, beaming. Yay for Teddy, mom yelled. And at that, Teddy began to bark and spin. This time, Lizzie just laughed and let him do his thing. He deserved it. She looked over at Dr. Gibson. What do you think, she asked. Her heart was beating fast. I think it's quite amazing, said the vet. He doesn't do it every time, Lizzie confessed, but nearly, and with some training. Dr. Gibson nodded slowly, looking very serious. Lizzie, she said, I can see that you've worked very hard with Teddy, and I'd like you to keep him for one more night. But then there's someone I want you that I want to meet him. Chapter 10. I still can't believe it, Lizzie said, as she and her mom drove back to the vet's office the next afternoon. After all that work I did with Teddy... Dr. Gibson is still going to take him away. She buried her nose in the little dog's ruff and breathed in his special puppy smell. She had become very, very attached to Teddy in the short time she'd had him. All that training they had done together had made her feel even more bonded to the cute pup. Last night, after she had set her dog figurines back on the shelf and rehung her dog breeds of the world poster, Teddy had slept curled up in her arms. For one night, Lizzie had pretended that Teddy was hers, that dog of her very own, but she knew it wasn't true. She knew that if she wanted to keep fostering puppies, her family would not adopt another full-time dog. Teddy would have to find another owner, one who would love him as much as she did. She hoped Dr. Gibson had found someone who deserved this special dog, but who could it be? I wondered where we're bringing him today, Lizzie said to her mom for the fifth time. Let's be patient and find out, said Mom. She pulled into the vet's parking lot. Dr. Gibson must have been waiting for them because she came right out and climbed into the van. Hi, everybody, she said. This is exciting. I sure hope my friend Matthew likes Teddy. She told Mom which way to go. Who is Matthew, asked Lizzie as they headed down the street. Remember I told you about a friend of mine whose dog was very old and sick? Dr. Gibson said, well, that was Matthew. His dog died just a few days ago. Actually, it was on the same day I stopped by. The same day as the ambulance accident, Mom asked. Dr. Gibson gave a little cough. <clears throat> That's right. I may have been a little hard on you that day, Lizzie, but it was partially because I was upset about Leo dying. He was the sweetest old black lab, and Matthew loved him so much. Lizzie felt tears coming to her eyes. It was always so sad to hear about a dog dying. I'm sorry, she said. I'm sorry for Matthew. That's not all, Dr. Gibson said. 
Matthew is or was a soldier. He left the service about a year ago. He, she cleared her throat again. Matthew was wounded in action. He lost his hearing when something exploded very close to him. He's lucky to be alive, but his life has not been easy. Losing Leo is extra hard on him because of that. So do you think Teddy could be his hearing dog? Lizzie sat up in her seat, excited. That would be so cool. Easy, Lizzie, said Dr. Gibson. There are a lot of ifs here. That's why I didn't want to say anything last night. First of all, Teddy has to be evaluated by a trainer. I have a good friend at Hearing Buddies, a program that trains these dogs. I spoke to her today, and she's agreed to see Teddy as soon as possible. I'd like to take him to her to see her tomorrow. She's also agreed that if he and Matthew are a good match, Teddy can be assigned to him when he's finished with his training. I had to pull a few strings for that. Do you think Teddy and Matthew will be a good match? Lizzie held her breath, waiting for the answer. I have no idea, said Dr. Gibson. Teddy is as different from Matt's last dog, Leo, as night is from day. I'm thinking that might be a good thing, since Matthew is still very sad about Leo. I'm hoping Teddy will make him laugh and distract him a little. Matthew is more of a big dog kind of guy, but Teddy has a big dog personality, so I'm hoping for the best. You never know, said Lizzie. Remember Bandit? I never thought he'd end up with a big end up with a big tough guy, but he did, and it's working out great. Bandit was a fluffy little shih tzu the Petersons had fostered. Dr. Gibson knew him well since he had needed some medical attention. She laughed. You're so right, she said. So let's cross our fingers and hope that Teddy charms Matthew. A few minutes later, they pulled up to a small yellow house. Here we are, said Dr. Gibson. I'll go in first and make sure Matthew is ready for this. He knows I'm bringing some friends over with a dog, but that's all he knows so far. Lizzie and Mom waited in the van with Teddy while Dr. Gibson went into the house. Lizzie petted Teddy's head and ears, trying to calm herself down. This was Teddy's big chance. A few minutes later, Dr. Gibson waved from the front porch. Come on in, she called. Lizzie, Mom, and Teddy walked into the, up to the door, and Lizzie's heart was pounding. Be a good boy, Teddy, she said. Once they were inside, Dr. Gibson introduced Lizzie and her mom to Matthew. He was very tall and very handsome, and Lizzie felt herself blushing as she shook his hand. Matthew is great at lip reading, Dr. Gibson said. Just make sure you are facing him and speak slowly and clearly. Hi, Matthew. Lizzie looked straight into his serious face. I'm really sorry about your dog, Leo. Matthew nodded. His eyes were full of sadness. Thank you, he said in a thick voice. I miss him. He looked down at the small orange pup. And this must be Teddy. Hearing his name, Teddy barked and began to spin excitedly. Quickly, Lizzie clapped her hands. Quiet, Teddy, she said. Lie down. Obediently, Teddy dropped to the floor. Matthew raised an eyebrow. He listens to you, he said. Very good. And he knelt down to pet Teddy's soft fur. And Teddy rolled over to show his pink puppy belly. Lizzie crossed her fingers, watching. She smiled when Matthew took Teddy into his arms and stood up with with a tiny dog cradled in his big arms. Matthew's face was still serious as he held Teddy up so he could look into his eyes. You are a tiny thing, aren't you, he said. Dr. Gibson caught Lizzie's eyes and pointed towards the door. The vet raised her eyebrows when she slipped outside and closed the door behind her. Lizzie tugged on Matthew's sleeve. Want to see what he can do, she asked. When he looked at her, Matthew nodded and put Teddy down. A moment later, Dr. Gibson knocked at the door. 
At the sound, Teddy spun around once and let three sharp barks, and Lizzie watched Matthew's expression. She could tell that he couldn't hear a thing. Then Teddy did something wonderful. He took a few steps toward Matthew and put a paw on the tall man's pant leg. Something's going on. Something you need to know about. Follow me. Then the little dog turned around and headed for the door, checking to see if Matthew was following him. Matthew gave Lizzie a questioning look. Then he followed Teddy to the door and opened it wide. Well, hello, look who's here. He opened the door wider for Dr. Gibson, then bent down to pet Teddy. What a good boy, he said. Aren't you smart? He scooped the little dog up again and nuzzled his cheek against Teddy's. Matthew, said Dr. Gibson, we think Teddy could learn to be a hearing dog. I know it's too soon after Leo for you to think about another dog, but it would take at least six months to train Teddy. Maybe by then you'd be ready. What do you think? Matthew considered this. Then he bent his head to Teddy's again. I think I could use a friend. Lizzie heard him murmur. What do you think, little guy? A little while later, as she and her mom were on their way home, Lizzie blew her nose and wiped her eyes. Every time she thought of the look on Matthew's face, she began to cry all over again. But this time, her tears were happy ones. Mostly, anyway. They had left Teddy with Matthew and Dr. Gibson. Tomorrow, Dr. Gibson would take the perky puppy to meet her friend at the Hearing Buddy Center. Lizzie had hugged Teddy close. It wasn't easy to say goodbye to the little love bug. But she'd known it was the right thing to do. She'd known for sure as soon as she had seen the way Matthew's serious face changed when Teddy licked his cheek. That was the first time I saw Matthew smile, she told her mom. I think everyone is going to work out perfectly. Don't you? Mom glanced over at her. I do, she said. Thanks to you, I think Teddy has found the perfect home. And I think Matthew has found a friend. I'm really proud of you, sweetie. She put on her blinker and pulled up into the shopping center. How about we celebrate with pizza and a movie, she asked. You can pick out a DVD at the, at the video store while I order the food. She smiled at Lizzie and reached out to stroke her hair. <clears throat> Let me guess, 101 Dalmatians? Marmaduke? Cats and dogs? Lizzie shook her head. Maybe this time I'll get a movie about ice skating or a talking fish or a princess, she grinned. After all, everybody needs some balance in their lives, even me. And that was The Puppy Plays Teddy. I hope you enjoyed it.